Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to Leading Life Large. This is Rob Braun. It is November 7th. It's a chilly, chilly November 7th. Uh, Welcome, welcome, welcome. Glad you're able to join me this morning, Monday morning, 9 a.m. here on the West Coast. And as always, if you're downloading it later on, that's cool too. However it is you're getting into it, so long as you're you're tuning in and you're you're listening in and, and hopefully you're open to hearing um, hearing some possibilities for yourself that you might not have otherwise considered. Um, we officially went into uh, here in the U.S. our daylight savings time, at least our part of the country. I know not every part of the country does. And initially it always shakes me up a little bit. Uh, um, I know we hear that cliche, but there's some truth to it, that we are creatures of habit. And and uh, we. I know for me, I certainly, my my clock, my internal clock gets used to a, a certain rhythm. And that one hour seems, you know, when we do it twice a year, it tends to, for the moment anyway, take me out of my rhythm. And, you know, all last night, because it got darker sooner and and trying to make the adjustment, I felt it again when I got up this morning and, and I got up and, of course, I wanted to play a little mind game with myself that said, well, you're not really getting up at 4 a.m. It's actually 5 a.m. yesterday, but it just, you know, it's a little earlier, but it doesn't feel as early. And um, I just don't appreciate it. I do not appreciate it these two times a year having to make this adjustment. So um, I will make the adjustment like all of us. We, that's a, we have to. Um, but I'm just announcing I don't like it. Uh, so I am glad you joined this morning. And Leading Life Large is your opportunity to plug in, to listen to um, how it is that you may not be living your life full on. And it's not intended to shake you up. It's not intended to cause you pain. And at the same time, if that's what's needing to happen, then that is what it's intended to do. My intention is to to bring some awareness to how you take a look at the parts of your life that, that may or may not be working that's definitely going to impact you in your business and in the other endeavors in your life. And my focus is, is always primarily business, but if 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 uh, for you it's um, you want it to be more, then it, it most definitely is more, because it's impossible for us to be who we are and not be impacted by life and have that not impact our business worlds along with everything else in our life, and it's all interrelated. A great example for me yesterday was I was holding on to a lot of stress about. Um, about this, an event that I've got coming up, and and the the types of responses that was coming back, and and my expectation of human beings, and I and I found myself holding a lot of stress around that, and 
so what I found was for about a week, I was also less present with my wife, a little less tolerant, a little less um, excited about some other things. And because I had this, I was problem solving. I couldn't quite figure some things out. And I had this going on inside me. And it wasn't until, you know, yesterday morning, I think it was yesterday morning, that must have been, I found sure with my wife, I, said, I need to share some concerns I have. You know, and I had some uh, low-level fear going on. And, and, uh, and by, by sharing that with her, what I was able to do was you know, identify what it was that was really, uh, that I was feeling about. There was also things that were pissing me off that I needed to, to get clear on. And, and so the idea is, and I bring this up because it's impossible for me to separate out my business from my relationship with my wife and with my son and my friends and everything else that I'm doing out there. So, um, so for me, it's um, it, it's it's all related. It's all related, and it's and it's all part of. Um, so with that, I want to continue to talk about relationships. And and as a as a reminder, that what we're doing here is we're working our way to the new year and working our way toward clearing out the crap, clearing out the stuff that's going to impede, that's going to get in our way of getting toward what is we're going after this next year. My want for you is to have the most successful year 2012 that you've ever had. Not the most successful 2012, the most successful year you've ever had in 2012. I want this to be a crazy, nutty, successful, dynamic, holy shit, I never imagined it could have been this great year for you. And the only way for any of us to be able to do that, and I speak from terrific experience, and that is I've got to clear the way of the clutter, the crap, the resistance, the stuff that bogs me down, that keeps me from moving forward, that keeps me, you know, holding on to old stories and old beliefs and old failures and whatever that stuff is. So what we've been doing here these past several weeks is doing just that. We've been clearing the way, clearing the way and setting ourselves up for success. And my belief is that we cannot have successes if we don't get this stuff cleaned up. So we talked last week about taking a look at our part, our contribution to not being clean and clear in relationship. Where is it that we're out of integrity, broken agreements, broken promises? Um, where it is that we, we need to fix those things? And it doesn't mean that we suddenly become uh, inhuman and we're perfect and and, and suddenly, because I take ownership, it's all, it's all rosy again. No, it's not the case. We've got to continue to work on that. So my, what I want to move into this week and to stay with relationships is once we've done that, once we've really, I mean, taken a good, honest, sometimes painful look at where we need to clean those relationships up, I'm hoping that you at least scanned your life and looked at the ones you do need to clean up and have a plan in place. It's one thing to identify it, and it's another to actually have a plan in place to do something about it, to get it cleaned up. Because here's what I believe to be true, is as long as I've got one of those lingering, weighing on my shoulder, I need to have a conversation with this person energy, it is going to continue to weigh on me. It's going to continue to distract me. It's going to continue to rob me of my forward movement. It's going to continue to, to work on my psyche, if you will, because there's a deep, deep knowing that I'm not clean somewhere, that I'm either causing pain, that I'm 
being dishonest, whatever that is, I need to take a very, very serious look at that and I need to do something about it. So hopefully for you last week, you did, you took a look and you're and you're doing something about that. Sometimes it just means saying I'm sorry. Sometimes it means having to do something to to make up for a whatever it is, a broken agreement. Um, oh man. I had something happen on Saturday morning that is a great, great example of this. I made an agreement with a uh, a group of gals that are um, in a nonprofit business entity, and they had asked me to come and consult with them, um, to get together Saturday morning by phone. They're in different parts of the country. I'm here in California. They were from California to New York and everything in between. And so they had set aside their time, their calendars, everything to meet with me, and I was going to help give them some guidance on some things that they want to make sure to do to be a sustainable organization, sustainable entity. And what happened was I forgot I had it Saturday morning. I had worked so hard this last week that I made a commitment to myself to put business away Saturday morning. But I failed to look at my calendar before Saturday morning, and I'm so good at keeping appointments, And I, but this is one I just... It left my consciousness, and sure enough, it was in my calendar. It was there, Saturday morning, 8 a.m., and I woke up around 8.30, quarter to 9, came out, saw the the, uh, the reminder, and I just went, oh, man, I felt bad. That was an example where I was out of integrity with the relationships of all these women, that I had broken a commitment, and I needed to clean it up, and, it, and that was painful, by the way. That just... It, it it hurt because I didn't want that to be their experience of me. And I didn't want them feeling disappointed. There's a lot of things that I didn't want. And I needed to clean it up. I needed to do something to clean that up. And you know, I, I, and I, we can talk more about how I did that, but I, but I did it in the best way that I knew how to be able to do that. And we will move forward. We'll all be okay. And in my humanness, I screwed up, and I need to go clean that up. I must do that. What I could have done was just avoid it and went, oh, shit. Well, let me just avoid that. They'll never call me again, but maybe, maybe we'll never run into each other again. And, and I would have always had that just weighing on me, always weighing on me. Or what I could have done is, is made up some great, great excuse. And we're all good at that, right? The smarter we get, I could have come up with this great story that would have left them going, oh, poor Rob, I'm, we understand and, that could have happened to anybody, blah, 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 blah. But no. What I chose to do was tell them the truth. Um, that hurt, but I, that was important to me. Just tell them I screwed up. I totally blew it, and I needed to make it up to them. So that's an example. And so for you listening out there, we need to do that. You need to do that. Clean yourself up so you can free yourself up. So when I want to move into this week because we're talking about relationships, now I want to talk about the people that we're in relationship with, the circles that we're in. What I know to be true is that there are a couple different kinds of relationships, and I'm going to really oversimplify here so you relationship experts go, wait a minute, Rob, we got so many more different kinds. I'm, I'm going to keep it real simple here. We've got the relationships that have an impact on us and those that don't have an impact on us. Is that fair enough? We've got the ones that we're not in relationship with, so they have no impact on us. We have we have the relationships that have really their their the relationships are inconsequential. 
um, it's the uh, the guy or the gal that's bagging my groceries at the supermarket. And we have this, you know, they don't even know what my first name is. I happen to know what theirs is because I've got a name badge on there. I go, hey, Ben, hey, Gloria, how you doing today? And, 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 and I see them every once in a while because it's a market that I go to all the time. And the reality is they really have no consequence on my life. They really don't. So whether they're having a good day, bad day, doesn't really impact me one way or another. If it gets to the point where it's so uncomfortable to go in there and do business with them, I go to another supermarket and I and I have some other inconsequential relationships. And that doesn't mean that they're not important. It doesn't mean that we don't have some kind of relationship. Uh, because when I do, I do go in there and there's actually a couple of gals that I do know. Um, you know, one's a friend of my wife and one's a, um, a parent of my uh, son's friends. And, and so I see them and we greet them. But, but they've really got no impact on my life. They really don't. Same thing with the man who does my dry cleaners. I enjoy him. I like the service that I get when I'm bringing my stuff in there. It's always, Mr. Braun, how you doing today? And if, you know, if one day he suddenly stopped dry cleaning my clothes in a good way or suddenly his attitude every morning was just not fun to be with, I'd find another dry cleaner. So I'd be okay. So those are the inconsequential relationships. And we're, we're, we're surrounded by them. It's, the, it's the, the, the person that serves my coffee when I go to Starbucks and, and there's some that I, or, or the coffee houses, some that I frequent, and I, and I get to recognize them, they get to recognize me, but they don't really have a lot of impact on our lives. And then there's the relationships of consequence, the relationships that do impact our lives. And those are the ones I want to talk about this morning. Those relationships have such a significant impact and a significant um, bearing on our success in life. Now, I think too often we don't consider the power that we give people in our life to help us to succeed or not succeed. The reality is we are social beings and we don't exist in a vacuum. And even though we're ultimately alone in the universe and our our connection with the infinite out there, while we're here on the planet, we need to be in relationship with one another. And how our relationships go oftentimes dictates what our forward movement is going to look like. Now, the relationships might be a little loose, you know, um, we, they may not, we may not be around them, we may not be as close as other relationships, but all these relationships have impact on our lives, the ones that are impactful. I'm not talking about our uh, gas station attendant, right? I'm talking about the, li- the, the relationships that impact our lives. And what I believe is that those relationships are either adding to our life or they're taken away from our life. Um, and it's important to, to know what that is. And and you all know when you've got relationships that are not feel-good relationships. You know the ones when the relationships are negative, uh, either just negative in general or negative toward you, um, or not supporting of you or questioning of you, which is different, by the way, than being challenging, okay? That's a whole different thing. We need to take a look at all of our relationships. And I'll give you an example. I had a friend years ago, and and I'm not going to share his name, but... He was someone that I was in the military with, and, and when we bonded. We became very, very good friends, and he became a great friend with my wife and, and, um, and I with his partner, and, and, and we had a good relationship. And what happened was the, the two of them moved away to another city, and, and our, our communications became less and less. And for anyone that's in relationship with me, you know that I'm not a real big communication guy. And that doesn't mean that relationships are not important to me. I'm just not a sit down and write a card and letter 
every other day or once a week person, and I will do my part in staying in connection and relationship. And I've gotten better over the years at it where, um, you know, I'm much better at remembering birthdays or much better at uh, reaching out every once in a while to say, hey, was thinking about your day. How the heck are you doing? So I'm, I'm getting far better at that. This particular friend, he had a hard time with that with me. And, and what started happening was any time we were, in, we, we were communicating, the communication always, always started with, Rob, why the hell haven't I heard from you? Why aren't you, you know, sending me cards back? I'm sending you cards. And, man, it just, it, it, there was just so much pressure now to be in a relationship with this person that we finally got to a point when I said, you know what, man, every time I, I see a card now from you, I cringe a little bit because I don't know what I'm going to get. Or I see a call coming in from you, and it's like, and I, I can't do this, man. It, it's just, it's taking me down. The relationship is no longer feeding me. And I need for you to either, and by the way, I've learned how to do this that I wasn't able to do back then. I, I, need, to, I need you to either accept me as I am, or maybe we need to just agree that, that, you know, we just may not communicate much anymore. And it became such a stressful thing that it became something that was actually taking away from me. That is just one example. Now, it was also important for me to take a look at my part in this, right? And I, and I did, and I did what felt good for me and was comfortable for me. And, and the reality is, you know, uh, anybody in my life and anybody in your life, there's a great song out there that says, um, you know, I'll take you for all you are if you take me for all that I am, for everything. In other words, you, how I am. This is how I show up. This is how I am. You accept the whole package or, or maybe we're just not going to be able to be in a relationship. And that's really my approach nowadays. And I'm not saying that people are expendable and we just get rid of people. But here's the thing, gang. We're, we're here on this planet one time. We've got this one life. We've got one chance, if you will, at success in our life as you define success for you and we cannot afford to allow people that are not helping us, that are not feeding us, that are not feeding our spirits, that are not um, challenging us and wanting us to, to do better. And It doesn't serve us to continue the same relationship with these people. And some of you out there have relationships that are so toxic that they, I mean, they take you out of your life that are so needy or overwhelming or laced with, and you can fill in all kinds of blanks, drugs, depression, alcohol, um, um, relationships that are uh, filled with codependency, um, all these things that just rob us of our forward movement. I mean, take us out of our lives. We cannot afford to continue to stay in those relationships, not if we're wanting to move forward become better people, succeed in our businesses, succeed in our relationships, succeed in our personal health. What good am I to me if I'm hanging out with someone who's constantly feeding me soda and chips and crap like that when what I know I want to put in my body is good stuff? And the only way they know how to be in a relationship with me is let's go to McDonald's. If that's the only way we can be in a relationship, maybe we need to not be in a relationship. And it, I know that may sound callous, but it's my life. It's your life. How do you want to live this life? So we need to take a look at the relationships that are not feeding us, that are 
that are actually taking us down. We need to set boundaries around that. And for those that are not, you know, family and we're tied to in other ways, it may mean that we just need to eliminate them. And I'm not saying from the planet, just our circle. And if we're so intent on increasing our business, increasing sales, um, in, increasing whatever it is that we're trying to do in our business, which is ultimately sales of service products, something like that, but whatever it is that we're trying to do, we've we got to make sure that we're setting ourselves up to be able to do that. And, and there's a great example Anthony Robbins uses on um, one of the tape series where he talks about if I, want to, if I want to get better at playing tennis, I don't want to play someone who plays at a, at a level that's inferior to mine because all I will do is play down to that person's level. So if I really want to pick my tennis game up, I'm going to play with someone that's playing at a level bigger than mine. Now, obviously, they're going to want to mix theirs up also, but keep in mind that if they're playing a game with me that they're playing someone below their level, they need to understand that the reason we're playing is because they're trying to help me bring my game up. whole different thing that kind of plays on that mentor-teacher-guide thing, right? So same thing with, with business coach. I mean, I hire a business coach that's operating at a bigger level than I am, not at one who's playing at a smaller level than I am, right? Same thing. If someone's going to hire me as a coach, they want to make sure I'm playing at a big game, a place where they're probably not playing, right? So the same thing with our business and everything that we're trying to do in life. We want to make sure that we're surrounding ourselves in our business lives and our social lives and our personal lives. We want to make sure we're surrounding ourselves with people that are going to help us to elevate our game, whatever that is. If I want to be fit, I want to hang out with fit people. If I want to be uh, emotionally healthy, I want to be hanging out with emotionally healthy people. If I want to succeed in my business, I want to be hanging out with successful business people. Get the point. So what I'm inviting you to do this week is to take a look at all of your relationships and ask yourself, are these relationships helping me to be a better person? Are these relationships challenging me to, to, to take more action in my life, whether it be with my personal health, with my relationships? Are these relationships elevating or are they bringing me down? Now, next week we're going to talk about those that we're closely tied to, our spouses, our children, our parents, our brothers and sisters, our family, those that we're connected to that we can't just go, you know what, you're out of here. We'll talk about that. But for this week, well, I want you to scan your life out there and take a look at the relationships that you're in, the relationships that you surround yourself with, coworkers, bosses, um, your friendships. Um, your colleagues, are these the people that are helping to bring your game up? And I know in my life, I have incredible people in my life that I just love being around. They're different than me, and, we're, and, and we've all got something to add and contribute. What they do is they make me a better person. They're the kind of people I want to be around, the kind of people that I aspire to be more like, or that I'm helping them to, to get to certain levels in their life because they're committed. They're, they're wanting to, to drive farther and bigger and faster, all that is. And by the way, when I'm with someone who's got that kind of energy, it also helps me to pick my game up. When someone's looking to me to be their guide, their support, their mentor, their coach, I need to be playing my game at a big level. So they inspire me, they motivate me. So this week, take a look at your relationships. Ask yourself, are these relationships taking me out of my game? If they're taking you out of your game, you need to make some serious decisions. 
Now, again, we're going to talk about the ones we're tied to more closely, all right? But I'm talking about the ones that we're not tied to through marriage, through blood, through something like that. The ones that, and, and I don't want you to hear anything different. I'm not saying that people are expendable. What I am saying is my life counts on me, depends on me to make good decisions about who I'm going to be in a relationship with, who I'm going to have in my circle. And if I can't make good decisions around that, I'm not going to have the kind of successes I want to be able to have in life. And I, don't, I mean across the board. And they will all impact the other areas of my life. My relationship areas will impact my personal life, will impact my social life, will impact my physical health, my emotional health, my psychological health, my business activity, how I interact with my clients, how I interact with colleagues out there. It's all related. And it's all about relationships. I know I've been hammering on relationships these past couple of weeks, and I'm going to hit it some more next week. They are so damn important to our success. We've got to pay attention to them. So for this week, my invitation to you, as always, invitation, I ain't making anybody do anything they don't want to do, but if you're resisting, that's a, that's a good sign. That means maybe you need to take a look at this. The invitation this week is to look at your relationships. Look at the relationships and ask yourself, is this one bringing me up or is it bringing me down? Again, you have some that are what we call inconsequential. They have no bearing one way or another unless you allow them to. The other then is, and by the way, that's an important piece in there too we really didn't talk about is we decide and we, we allow what we let in. We allow how we allow in people to impact us. And if, if what happens is what people, someone's bringing, I cannot resist, and what they're bringing is actually bringing me down and is wearing me out, I need to make some changes. And that change is I need to remove them from my circle. And it is that simple sometimes. There are some people we need to not have in our circles. All right. So with that, now I don't want anybody physically eliminate anybody this week. I want you to just seriously look at your relationship and ask yourself where it is that, that you need to make some changes in your relationship. So with that, glad you joined me, glad you tuned in. I ran a little longer today. Um, next week, we'll go ahead and dive into those, those relationships we're tied to and how we handle those when those relationships are impacting our forward movement, all right? So with that, I'm glad you tuned in. Remember, tomorrow is not promised. Get started today. You tuned in because there's something you wanted for yourself. Don't just let a good listen. Let this be something you hear, you got something of value, and now you're going to do something with it. So have a plan. Decide what it is you're going to do with it. And if you need support, reach out. You can call me on my number. All my contact information is there. So by all means, reach out. Let me know if there's any way I can support you in you making good decisions around your relationship. Have, with that, have a fantastic week. Bye-bye now. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.